The director of the Tolkien biopic is defending his movie from the Tolkien family's public skepticism. We'll have the details. Also, Liberty University President Jerry Falwell Jr. apparently sought out Michael Cohen to help with a touchy personal issue and focus on the family clears up Mr. Whitaker's political beliefs. That's all ahead. This is Relevant Daily. Hey everyone, I'm Cameron Strang and welcome to Relevant Daily, where we bring you what's happening today at the intersection of faith and culture. All those stories are coming up, but first I want to tell you that today's episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Whether you need a landing page, a beautiful gallery, a professional blog, or an online store, it's all possible with Squarespace. They have award-winning templates, customizable settings, even powerful e-commerce solutions. And right now, Squarespace is offering Relevant Daily listeners a special deal. Head over to squarespace.com slash relevant for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch your site, use the offer code relevant to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com slash relevant. All right. To tell us about today's stories, it's our senior editor, Tyler Huckabee. Hey, Tyler. Hey, Cameron. So what's going on about the uh, Tolkien movie? (laughs) Well, you probably remember, I think we've discussed before, some of the drama that happened when news of this movie first was released. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Tolkien family wrote a letter to the Hollywood Reporter uh, distancing themselves from the movie, uh, saying that they hadn't seen it and they couldn't endorse its content. Uh, That was a few weeks ago, and now we finally have a comment from the movie's director, uh, a Danish director named Dome Karukowski. He said that the creative team actually intentionally tried to stay away from working with the Tolkien family. Uh, He said, quote, you try not to work with the estate. And the reason is you usually start writing so-called winner's history, you know, because even if it's the nicest and kindest estate ever, you start servicing them and not the film. Nine out of 10 biopics actually are done without the estate. Wow. Um, Are those numbers accurate? Well, that's a good question. I couldn't find any like studies out there about that, so I'm not quite sure what he's referencing. Uh, but the reasoning makes sense, and it has become a little bit of an issue with Hollywood biopics lately. Uh, some critics, you might remember, took issue with Bohemian Rhapsody mm-hmm. for relying too much on the surviving members of Queen's input, uh, even when they asked that some of Freddie Mercury's less flattering moments be struck from the script. And, and they thought that made for kind of a an overly positive hagiography of, uh, of Freddie Mercury for the movie itself. So according to to many critics and people who, who create biopics and, and even uh, Karokoski here, I uh, said the, that the, uh, the idea is to be true to the source material and not necessarily the wishes of the family. Uh, and he said he did his research. He said, quote, I read everything. I, may, I mean, I bet I read almost all of his books and many, many of them twice. I met with a lot of Tolkien experts and Tolkien's family hasn't seen the film yet. I've actually offered to show them the film and explain why some of the poetic license has been taken. I hope the family would love the film once they see and understand it's done with love and care. Love and care, like every issue of Relevant. Uh, (laughs) Turning to other news, Jerry Felwell Jr. is back in the news for some uh, old connections to Michael Cohen, huh? Yeah, it's a sort of a strange story. Uh, Reuters is reporting that a few months before Falwell's big endorsement of President Donald Trump, which was seen as very pivotal uh, to the Trump campaign early on after the announcement, uh, Falwell met with Trump's then personal lawyer and fixer, Michael Cohen, for help dealing with what what uh, he called some photographs of a personal nature. 
Uh, and this is all learned via a secretly recorded conversation Cohen had a few months ago with uh, none other than Tom Arnold, the comedian, for some reason. Uh, but he said that some, quote, racy photos of Jerry Falwell Jr.'s had fallen into the wrong hands and Falwell sought out Cohen's help in making sure that they were destroyed, which apparently Cohen was able to take care of for him. And then a few months later uh, came that endorsement from Liberty University. So, I mean, obviously it seems like it, but is there any official link between this personal favor and Falwell's endorsement? Well, that's the question, right? And and Reuters clearly said that they were not able to find any direct link between the two things. But this is just another question among many that have bubbled up over the past few months about some of Falwell's past business dealings, including, of course, uh, the big one, which was that infamous $2 million loan that was made to a Miami pool boy, which uh, a lot of questions have centered around and which Michael Cohen's involvement was also uh, was also there with, for that one. So it's another interesting story. But for right now, there's not necessarily a fire behind any of the smoke. And finally, I got to admit, I found out about this story because of your personal Twitter feed. Uh, why are we talking about adventures and odyssey? Oh, well, it's a, it's a relevant exclusive. And we don't, we, we usually are off the, uh, the adventures and odyssey beat. Uh, but, uh, but it is, it is a little bit, uh, in the news today, or at least in our news today. So for people who maybe aren't aware, but I'm sure many of our listeners probably are, Adventures in Odyssey was focused on the family's long running child friendly radio drama about this small town in the Midwest called Odyssey and a sort of grandfatherly figure named Mr. Whitaker who doled out Bible lessons and moral advice to children. So on Twitter, there was this fun sort of nerdy niche conversation around the politics of Odyssey and focus on the family's verified account uh, chimed in and said Mr. Whitaker would not be on board with MAGA. Hmm. Uh, The tweet said, quote, John Avery Whitaker is a complex man, but if there's one thing that's always been self-evident about him, it's his commitment to the upside down ways of the kingdom of heaven that defy the world's ways to the kingdom work of sacrificial service not political power. So that's a pretty strong statement, and it's especially interesting given the fact that Focus on the Family publicly has been pretty kind to the Trump administration. Of course, Dr. James Dobson, who is no longer the president, has not been for quite some time, but is still very much associated with it, has been very pro-Trump and was the one who even coined the idea of Trump being a baby Christian during the campaign. Uh, and Focus has hosted uh, Vice President Mike Pence before, but apparently there's at least a little bit of a gap between John Whitaker, Mr. Whitaker and Odyssey, and the exec team of Focus on the Family. Yeah, Focus on the Family's new leadership definitely is not cut from the same cloth as Dr. Dobson, who just moved down the road and started another radio show. So uh, exactly. it's not surprising to me that they would be distancing themselves a little bit, but that's so funny. It's so funny that they would even speak into that, you know, officially. It, it, yeah, yeah, it's funny that they would speak into it and, and it's funny that uh, that it has apparently found uh, it, it's uh, via Twitter the social media chatter has been one of, of quite a bit of surprise and from some people even some relief to know that their childhood hero maybe would be would still be a little bit more relatable to some of the political issues that are going on right now today the question is did he vote Hillary or yeah. did he sit yeah. out did he sit out the election that's the we, thing I'm, I'm going I'm going with sitting out the election I'm going, uh, he's not picking sides. That's what I, 
I think that's Mr. Riker. My thought Riker. was third party. I thought I thought he'd be a Raiden. Like he'd do one of those, <laughs> like, you know, he'd pick one of those, like, so, like Jesus or, or Mickey Mouse or, or Evan McMullen. Somebody just, I, I don't think he'd go for a main he party sh- candidate. He showed up for the voting because he cared about the county clerk position down the road. And it, it just had me, he was voting down ballot and he just filled in a write-in for the president. I, I got you. That like sounds it. right. That yeah. sounds right to me. That's my head cannon. <laughs> well, thanks, Tyler. Well, to read more about those stories and everything else we're covering today, make sure to check out the homepage at relevantmagazine.com. Also, for the latest, make sure to follow Relevant on social media. We're on Twitter at Relevant, on Facebook, and Instagram at Relevant Magazine. And don't forget to subscribe to our print magazine and other podcasts. Well, we're here every weekday bringing you the latest at the intersection of faith and culture. Thanks for listening, everyone. This is Relevant Daily. Relevant Daily.